Welcome to the Small Business Community Network podcast, your connection to the small business community. Visit us online at www.sbcncanada.org and find out how we can help your business grow. We're proudly supported by TELUS, the future is friendly, and by Prime Information Security, because business is risky enough. everyone, it's Linda OJ here, co-founder of the Small Business Community Network, and today I will be chatting with Gunther Kramer, CEO of Gecko Websites. Hi Gunther, how are you today? I'm doing fantastic, Linda, and you? I'm doing really well, and I know you're a busy guy, so I'm so happy that you're able to come along today. I know as a successful business owner, you've got some awesome tips to share with us today, but before we jump into that, can you tell us a little bit about yourself, you know, name of your business, and you know, what your business is all about, please? Yeah, absolutely. So again, my name is Gunther Kramer, and the company name is Gecko Websites. And it's a company I founded uh, 20 years ago. And what we do is we work with our clients to get them an online presence. And we started off with just doing websites. We grew as the internet changed to include other things such as social media. We do graphic design. And in the last while, we've also grown again where we're now providing marketing in general. So we're also doing print marketing and promotional events and that sort of thing as well. So we've really grown and it's fun to grow together with our clients and watch them change and develop over the years as well. Wow. Now, did you say 20 years? It's 20 years already. I can't believe it. It goes by so quick. Well, congratulations. That's awesome. So we've got the right person in the right place because the thing I liked about what you said, first of all, before we jump into your fantastic tips, is you don't mind change. You changed along the way and you you helped your clients to change and the businesses that stand still and fight change are no longer around. Would you agree? Oh, absolutely. That's uh, basically my mantra. That's what I live by. Oh, I've definitely got the right person for the podcast. (laughs) This is awesome. So um, when you say um, you started off doing a lot of online stuff, what changes did you notice in the early days that prompted you to say, okay, we've got to move forward, we've got to plod on, we've got to do this? Was it, was it, it was primarily the social media that that made you change um, dramatically, do you think? Actually, I've got a little bit of a story from even before the days of social media. This was going back to the mid-90s, and most people didn't even really know what the Internet was. (laughs) And so most of my clients back then, if not all of them, were really just the big corporate clients who could even afford it. Because Uh it was quite expensive back in the day compared to today. And really, they would come to me and they'd say, okay, we need you to create a website for us. And the websites back then were very, very crude and rudimentary compared to what we have today. And I would go and I would do my programming and put together some crude looking graphics and everything and mm-hmm. create something that at the time was very unique that barely anybody even had the capability of doing. So I was in a very small niche market at the time. Yeah. And I would get it all ready and it tested out and it works great. And I put all the files on a CD and I go to the client and I give them the CD and the invoice. And they'd look at the CD and they'd look at me and they'd say, well, what am I supposed to do with this? How is this a website? How do I get this online? Um, Don't you do my domain name? What about hosting? What about all this other stuff? And that was actually one of my first wake-up calls where I realized right away early on in my business that 
they don't just want me to do this one thing. What they're looking for is a final result. When they say website, yes, mm-hmm. I created a website for them. Mm-hmm. But what they were looking for is the whole complete package. They wanted to see it all the way to the very end. And that's when I started to realize, okay, I'm going to have to get into domain names and hosting and shopping cart yeah. technologies and all these other things. And it's just constantly grown. And it seems like every year there's yet another aspect that we're adding on to our business because that's what the clients want. I mean, a, a client doesn't want to go and talk to 10 different businesses to get one end result. No, no. It's much easier if you're the general contractor, not the client. So you were an early adopter. You realized early on that um, you couldn't really just offer, you know, website design, whatever. You knew that you could offer the whole package. You were way, way ahead of, of, of most people. You jumped on 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 that bandwagon really fast. That's awesome. And this is why I know that you are a trusted business. You have longevity. You have credibility. You have all the experience. So this is why I love to refer you and why you get so many referrals because this is what we're looking for today. Well, I've got you some work to do. I, I asked you if you could spare some time today to have a chat with us. And what I'd love to know is what, what tips can you kind of offer the, our listeners today? And our listeners range um, from um, high school students, um, university students, uh, sole proprietors, right up to the large, you know, corporations, the large organisations. We've got a, a, a lot of different people listening to you, Gunther. So, what kind of um, tips, new trends, ideas have you got to share with us today? Well, uh, really, it doesn't matter how big your organization is. If, whether you're a small mom-pop shop, one-man show, or whether you're a big corporation, there are certain key points that hold true to everybody, I find. Mm-hmm. And it starts off with that first initial impression. So, you know, you just got your brand new business and you're going out to meet those first few potential clients, or maybe you're a big company and you're going to see a, a new prospective client that you're hoping to land that contract for. And what it comes down to a lot of times is those very first few seconds. How are you presenting yourself? It might even be before the meeting. It might be how are you presenting yourself with the email correspondence that's going back and forth? Uh, you know, as an example, uh, you know, I was just doing some email correspondence earlier today, and I have somebody who's approaching me. They want to become, they want to be a copywriter for me. And they've done a, a lot of writing in the past. They actually have quite an impressive resume. But the email that they sent me was full of spelling mistakes and grammatical mistakes. And even though I'm sure that when they do an actual project, they're going to do a fantastic job, Mm -hmm. the fact that they didn't take the the time to just quickly proofread those couple of lines of text in that email to me Mm -hmm. really, for me, puts them into a slightly different category than what I would like. Yeah, Um, They're not showing that polished, professional attention to detail. And that, I find, is very important today. Um, there's so much competition out there. It doesn't matter what industry you're in. Mm-hmm. The whole globe is now your com- competitor, not just a couple of other businesses in town. And as such, you really have to put your best foot forward. So you want to make sure that you do, you know, proofread your emails, uh, proofread all of your marketing material, make sure that you have consistency in your branding as well. It's not just how you present yourself, but how you present your company. Uh, you know, don't have five different versions of your logo. You know, don't have three different versions of your slogan. Don't use different colors all the time. Get some consistency and make sure that you hold that true every time you use it. That's awesome advice. So um, I think you said this was about creating and maintaining a professional branding and appearance for yourself and your business. And as you said, this person wanted to do some work for you and 
I don't was the initial excitement of doing some work for you, gone through or what, but they, they really let themselves down by not actually walking their talk. So that's an absolute awesome tip. Thank you. What other little gems do you have for us? Well, a, a real big thing is about making sure that you're always helping your clients. Now, that sounds kind of obvious, but when I say that, I, uh, you really need to mean it. You have to feel it. It has to be a part of who you are as a person. Um, you have to look at your clients primarily as other people, and your best interest is really to help them move forward and achieve their goals. If you're looking at this person as just another potential paycheck mm -hmm. where, okay, I just have to get in there, land a contract, quickly whip something together, and I can send them an invoice, mm -hmm. you might get that first quick payment in, but you're probably not going to get the repeat business. And repeat business is so much easier and much more fun mm -hmm. than trying to go after the next new client again. So just make sure that you're always helping your client. You're not just selling to your clients. And really, it's about taking the time to really understand them and their needs. So, you know, listen to what they have to say and ask follow-up questions. Ask them why. Why is one of the most powerful questions that we can ask? And do so multiple times. So what I mean by that is when you ask why, you know, why is it that you want to have a website? And they give you an answer and say, well, why do you want to do that? Mm -hmm. And then they give you an answer to that. And you say, well, why do you want to do that? And it really gets the client to stop and think and dig deep because a lot of times people don't have the time to think deep, even about their own companies. Mm -hmm. And by getting all that information, that's really going to do two things. One is it's going to get you the information you need in order to properly service them. But the other thing that it's going to do, which might be even more powerful, is that it's going to give your prospective client the impression, and hopefully it's a true impression, yeah. that you really do care and that you're paying attention to the details. You're writing down what they're saying. You're taking notes. You're asking uh, very important questions, and you're listening attentively. And when they see that, they're going to feel confident that you know what you're doing. You know what you're talking about. They're going to start to trust you. They're going to like you. They're going to want to do business with you. Mm -hmm. And it's just going to grow naturally from there. And now you're not selling them anything. You're helping them. So, and they're just compensating you with a, with a check. The things I've noticed about that is um, a lot of people will come up to a potential customer and say, I know what you want. I can build you a website. I know exactly what you want. So you do it the right way. You don't know what I want. You're going to find out what I want. We're going to discuss it. The other thing is, you do have a lot of client retention. You've got a lot of loyal clients. So I guess that's one of the reasons because of the trust and the, the relationship you've built that you don't know what they want. You've got to find out what they want and then you'll work through all the bits and pieces. And again, another fantastic tip. I can see why you've lasted 20 years. <laughs> I know you well. I know why you've lasted 20 years. This is awesome. Then you're going to get on to my favorite tip, aren't you? I think you're offering a networking tip. Yeah, absolutely. And, and networking is very important. I mean, you have to get out there and you have to get known, but you also want to get to know others as well. Uh, that's very important. But it's also about balancing things out a little bit. Uh, you know, some people are very, very logical. Others are very emotional. Uh, you know, we've got the left brain, right brain thing going <laughs> on. And just like I was saying at the beginning, you want to put your best foot forward and you want to present yourself as professionally as possible, but you also want to do so under the right circumstances. Mm -hmm. So for example, if I had an opportunity where, you know, I have a potential client, maybe he's, he's a rancher and he's going to invite me out to his ranch and we're going to go horseback riding. 
I would look pretty silly showing up in a three-piece suit. Yes. <laughs> because I know I'm not going to be comfortable riding a horse for a couple of hours in the afternoon talking business wearing a three-piece suit. Yeah. But if on the flip side, he were to come and visit me in my office, you know, in a tall glass you know, building up in uh, downtown, mm-hmm. well, he's probably going to expect to see me sitting in an office behind a desk wearing a three-piece suit. Yeah, that's So right. it's all about making sure that it's well-balanced. Um, but the other point that I want to bring forth as well is when you're networking, a lot of times I find too many of us, we, we always slip back into networking for ourselves mm-hmm. as opposed to thinking of our expanded network. And what I mean by that is you might be talking to somebody and you realize, oh, there's nothing here. Like I can't provide any of my products or services to them because they don't need it and vice versa. And instead of just saying, okay, well, I'm done and move on, just think for a split second and say, well, wait a minute. Do I know anybody, any of my clients or my other connections, somebody who might be able to help them out Mm -hmm. and to make that connection for them? And not only that, but don't just make the connection and walk away, but follow up a couple Mm -hmm. days later. Give the person a call and say, hey, how did that go? Did you get that meeting with that person? Did you talk to them? Did it work out? Are you guys moving forward? If not, hey, you know what? I have somebody else maybe that might work out better for you. And even though you don't really have anything to gain immediately from them, but you're really, again, putting your best foot forward, they're going to remember you. They're going to like you, even though they can't do business with you. But guess what? They're going to return the favor when they can because they're going to say, boy, that guy couldn't help me, but he got me the help from others, and I'm going to do that for him as soon as I can. And before you know it, they're going to be sending you referrals and getting you business in as well. And I totally agree with that, as you know. I wanted to jump to the networking because I think the networking and jumping back into helping your clients, there's something in there that fits very well with the networking part of your tip. It's keeping in touch with your clients. What little um, gems have you got for how you keep in touch with your clients? Because as we know, some clients don't want us to email them. Some clients don't want us to phone them. And then we do all those things. But how do you keep in touch with your clients on a consistent basis so they know that you are there for them and they are special? You know, they mean something to you. And this is going to be a little bit different depending on the size of your organization. Mm-hmm. So if you've got you know an organization with uh, 10,000 employees, of course, a lot of that process is probably going to be automated by computer systems sending out you know the standard mm-hmm. greeting letters and things like that. But having said that, anywhere you can to try to make it personable is really going to move things forward for you. Mm-hmm. Um, you want to make sure that you get an opportunity to be able to talk to them not to say, hey, we've got this new product that we want to try to sell to you, but maybe say, hey, you know what? I saw this really interesting article that I was reading, and I thought of you. It's, it's in regards to your industry, and yeah, maybe you already know about it, but I thought I would forward it to you anyway so that you could enjoy it as well. And I've noticed a lot of times that, yes, maybe they say, oh, yeah, we, we're already aware of that. That's old hat. Mm-hmm. But a lot of times, too, they say, oh, you know what? That's interesting. We never saw that particular article, or we've never read that perspective on it. But at the very least, they do appreciate the fact that you're thinking about them. So your name gets in front of them again, your business name gets in front of them, and they realize that you're contacting them just for something that is non-business related, and it's just really because you care about them, you're thinking about them, and that they see, hey, wow, look at that guy, he remembers me, you know, my name's in the back of his head, and he thought of me when he read this article. And that's very, very powerful. It's very, very powerful, because it's not just about our clients, our customers, potential clients remembering us. It's about us remembering them and showing them we care. You've really demonstrated, again, Gunther, that um, you're a very, very uh, professional, um, well-deserved, successful business owner. The tips you've given us today are 
the most perfect tips, I think, as you say, for a small business, a large business, for an individual. And I'm guessing that you've um, walked your talk for many, many years. And um, this is why, you know, you're sharing these tips with us. It, for the future, um, if you're looking, say, I don't know, five years ahead, not just for your business, for, for you know, ghetto websites, but for business in general, can you see any really, really big changes coming along that may upset a lot of those people who don't like change? Because we're just getting used to all the changes and the social media and having so many more competitors. You know, what's what's coming up? Do you know anything that I don't know about the future, Gunther? Well, I, I do wish I had a crystal ball, but uh, <laughs> we, we do the best that we can with uh, you know the knowledge and experience that we have, and we look at the past for guidance. Exactly. And uh, you know, I've, I've, I do have 20 years to look back upon, and I have learned a lot over those years. And one thing is that a lot of times the past does repeat itself, yeah. and there are going to be a lot of changes. There always has been, and a lot of times, yes, change can be scary because you think, wow, you know, I've got myself established in a certain way. I've got my systems in place and my people in place, and I know, you know, who my clients are and where to find them, but then the world starts to change and new technologies come out that start to disrupt the safe little, uh, uh, you know, nest that you've built up. And uh, instead of looking at it in a way that it's now going to tear everything apart and it's going to be more work for you and now you're going to lose out on business and things like that, it's really about recognizing where are the advantages to be seen. Um, you know, there was this one story of, of, a, of a town. I don't know if it's a true story or not. It's something I came across a while ago, but there was, there was a, a town way back when, a few hundred years ago, where the whole economy of that town was based on whaling. You know, they used the, the whale fat to make oil for the lanterns. Mm-hmm. And then, of course, electricity came along and nobody needed that anymore. So mm-hmm. the entire industry died and all the businesses died in that, in that uh, little village. Mm-hmm. But what they realized is, well, wait a minute. You know what? We can, uh, we've got some hills here behind the village. And we've realized that there's some precious metals in there that we can mine. So the whole village eventually switched over and became a mining town. Eventually, the mine was uh, depleted. And then the same thing happened. All these businesses started to go under. And then they realized, well, you know what? We've got a lot of forests here as well. So they got into the, the lumber industry. So here's an entire town that apparently switched multiple times over the years from industry to industry. And it was a complete difference. Like it wasn't just a slight change in their industry. But they survived, they thrived, and they did very well. So even though change is coming and it looks scary and it looks like, oh, it's going to be the end of your business, Mm -hmm. it may just be the beginning of the next most wonderful thing that you've ever seen. Oh, that is so motivational. That's a lovely way to end this. But before we end it, I'd love you to share um, how we can contact you, how our listeners can contact you, whether you prefer email, uh, is there a contact form on your website, share a little bit of that, and then I'll let you get on with your busy day. Yeah, absolutely. Well, first of all, Linda, thank you very much for the opportunity for speaking. And uh, thanks as well for you know, all the, the praise that you've heaped on me. I'm not sure I'm, I'm all that deserving of it, but oh, I appreciate no, no, it no. nevertheless. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, for people to get a hold of me, uh, probably the best way is to go to the website, mm-hmm. which is www.geckowebsites.com. And uh, from there, all the contact information is available, including you know, phone number and email and everything else. So I, I use set my website as my main hub so that people can get in touch with me. That's awesome. And you're such a busy guy. You can't sit there all day just, (laughs) you know, picking up the phone and answering emails. Well, what I think you've done today, you've really demonstrated that longevity can be attained, but you've got to look for those changes. You don't need the crystal ball. 
you just have to look around you, notice the changes and be ready to take action. And you've done that, Gunther. You're one of my most favourite people in the world. You know that. So thank you for taking this this time to, to share with the listeners. And I'm sure we'll be chatting over another podcast in a couple of months. So you have a, a brilliant day. Thank you very much. I appreciate it. And I look forward to our next chat. 